0: Welcome, my friends, to Scrimy River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems, along with us, champing at the bit. He almost went in, Dennis, for the the self-introduction. It's Mushy Scanlon, the guy on the left. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. I'm sure I'm the uh,
1: greatest and most valuable guest you've ever had on this podcast, and likely ever will. Top three. Top Top, three for sure.
0: Top three. Top three. Easy. Easy top three. I know
1: the game you're playing makes you feel (laughs) a little bit bad.
0: Yeah. No, look, I would say, you know what, Dennis? All of the guests on our podcast have been top three guests.
2: Well, right, it could not be ridiculous. We can't possibly make everybody who's been a guest on the podcast a top three guest.
1: But I, I'm pretty sure you can. You have, and you will continue to do that until <laughs> well, it, well, it, until, well, no. it, until it changes to top four. Yeah,
2: there you yeah, go. Exactly,
0: exactly. No, no, top three guests. Marshy Scalen joining us. Um, also, the man who signs both of our paychecks, Dennis. So let's just be a little bit careful, all right?
2: Yeah, it's just tread a little let's lightly, Marshy. Coming down da- coming down from his pedestal off of Magic <laughs> FM to join Mushy, us here can I tell you in the gutter.
0: Something I really love. Oh, please. Can I tell you something I'm just a huge fan of? Do you know what it is? It's ChannelFible.com.
2: Do oh, me much, too, man.
0: Oh, Do you know how much I love this website? Tell me, tell me. It's really good. Do you know what? It has such a huge range of free content available for anyone and everyone to enjoy. From some of the best content creators in the world, also me. I'm on there as well
2: do you um, know what i didn't realize so obviously you can you can buy cards from dot you name yeah. any card under the sun basically they're going to sell it to you that's, that, of that's part don't of don't worry me. about it it's space no problem seven of diamonds out of stock currently but we might get them back but the crazy thing about channel fireball is running they'll buy your cards yeah it, I know. You, you're getting paid on both they're streets so and dumb
0: it's channel Fireball, they're so dumb all that rubbish cardboard that you don't want anymore these idiots at channel fireball they're gonna buy it from you and do you know what? If they're going to give you 30... Oh, wait. Mushy's giving me a look. Sorry. It's all part of the business model that I'm sure has been thought out very very carefully. Nah,
2: mate. They have left they left a the setting on on the back end by yeah. mistake for oh, sure. So you got to dumb. get in there while it's hot. Get those cards in.
0: credit bonus. You sell your colorful bits of cardboard. They're going to give you actual money for that. Oh, my goodness. How stupid is it? No, com. Great place. I'm really sorry, Mushy. Please don't find me. I really like this job. <laughs> to say about Channel 5? You want to jump in on this ad here, Mushy? No, I think, uh, you know... The buy
1: list is great. There's a 30% bonus. Check it out. Uh, we're always, always, always tinkering with that. The big thing right now is our hot list. We're trying to put a lot of work into the hot list. Cards that we're paying a little bit extra on, and, and that you can, uh, you know, send in. Take advantage of us. Go ahead. Find that loophole. Send those cards in, and uh, you know, prove for once Dennis and Riley right that it actually is a mistake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the super the, the super the super extra hot list is what i'm interested in that's the cards they really want so like john sasso himself will come to your house yeah. kick in the door and just rip him out of your binder and run away and just I mean, he'll, throw cash on the
0: ground on the way out that's exactly right it's gonna be trailing, fluttering after me in the breeze there you go anyway channel probably sponsoring this podcast and uh thank you so much For- Proudly. Okay. Sponsoring this podcast. Reluctantly, reluctantly sponsoring this podcast. Reluctantly this podcast. But you know what? That money still spends the same. All right. We are going to, uh, we are going to get un- underway with, uh, Marcia. Actually, can we, can we enlist your help with something here? Absolutely. We've had, um, there's been a little bit of debate recently. We, we posed the question to our listeners a couple of weeks ago about what the followers of the podcast should be called. Now there's been a couple of suggestions, been a couple of submissions. Uh Dennis and I have a front runner in mind and we're just looking to get that mushy Scanlan seal of approval. Sure. So let me hit you with a couple here, see what you think about this one. Dennis, mm-hmm. I know you, you've been keeping on this one. One of the ones we got, I like this one, was the good Samaritans. The good Pretty Samaritans. Good. Do you know like a good Samaritan? Yeah. I don't, except it's yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: Sma- Samaritan. It's okay. And it, it it leans into the helping nature of the podcast. We're I think mean, de- that's good.
0: We're definitely good Samaritans. Dennis, you got one for us?
2: Uh, we got Smarauders. very like that good. That good. The word "Marauder" contained entirely oh, within done. the name, very neat. Yeah. Very
0: good. Smarauders is quite good, um, but the front runner for both of us. And if you're if you're ready to, well, I'm ready to sign sign off on this, to do the deal here and now.
2: So I'm curious.
1: Obviously, I was on the outside. I, I have no idea what the submissions were, but mm. I'm surprised you didn't have something like Power Movers or something. You know, some you know. Something that really capitalized on the Power Move yeah, segment. Yeah, we are known, known for our problems, yeah, aren't yeah, we, yeah.
0: Yeah. Power we? I don't know, the Power we're, Movers, probably, we're
2: probably three or four good episodes away from renaming this Magic Power Moves podcast, right?
0: Power <laughs> Moves sounds like a removalist company with just, like, the biggest hunks. Like, people with like, rippling or, muscles. Or, no, or mechs. Much like yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's thank you for noticing, Masha. I've been hitting, I've been hitting the gym. No, um, this one was submitted Who's overwhelmingly... Who's
2: Jim? He, does Jim owe you money? What's going on? <laughs>
0: um this one overwhelmingly submitted by a bunch a bunch of different people too many to name the scry babies love it. It, it, it it is a great name it's truly really truly a great name
2: scry babies well thank you for joining us this week scry babies and for the 15 weeks prior and hopefully many more weeks to come
0: Many weeks to come soon you'll be scry toddlers and scry adults if you uh, if you stay with us <laughs> but no no look, we'll, i think we'll stick with scry babies now So we ready to sign up on that one
2: Dennis Strinkle writes in and asks, uh, good choice of name Dennis, I suppose I should be commending your parents, not you, but anyway, as a newer player, I still find that I get salty when someone plays cards that feel unfair to me. Intellectually, I recognize that they're perfectly legal and that someone has just put together a strong deck that is challenging to beat, which is just what I want. Good competition. Emotionally, however, I still often feel like my opponents are cheating when they play counterspells, board sweepers, or cards with when you do X you win the game conditions. The feeling I have is that the basic structure when you learn is that it's a couple of wizards throw down some creatures and have at it. Then some clever chap starts going outside the rules and makes it so I can't even play my cards. Again, I'm sure this is just getting getting used to the game and i fully recognize that this feeling isn't justified since it is part of the game and i do this to my opponents too i love running a strong control deck, and building somebody out for example but i'm looking for any tips on how to reconcile myself to playing against different styles of decks
0: interesting question what L- L- to unpack here. You. what's your initial take on this much you got a you got a bit of a look on your face there mate
2: so i look i was all
1: in i get it we've all been in those, those learning stages where you know for instance when i when i was learning to play we thought wrath of god right it said you know berry creatures berry was a keyword that said you couldn't be regenerated but we would have cards like wall of bone out we we're like no 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 you you've got to be able to regenerate right you know so sweepers have that effect um counterspells have always been something notoriously unfun to play against where Dennis really loses me here mm. he's complaining about this stuff and then he says something like I love running a strong control deck or milling yeah. someone out, which yeah. is exactly what he's
2: yeah. complaining about. Exactly I'm that. with Masha here too. But here's the thing, he's self-aware about it. He gets some points back for that, surely.
0: This, this is what I want, to, I want to pick up on because I think everyone goes through this journey, especially people who are new to card games generally, even you know, even if maybe they've played a different card game They come to Magic. Or games sense. that
2: have an element of chance as well in exactly. general.
0: One thing I want to pick up on here is that, yeah, not only is Dennis self-aware about it, he's asking the right questions, but something that Dennis also says here is that, that he says, this is just what I want good competition right so you got you got to pick which corner you're in you either want good competition mm. or you don't want to play against counter spells it's it's you can't you can't pick and choose there you know it,
2: well oh no no i beg to differ Dennis, let me let me talk to you. Dennis so Dennis here for a second. <laughs> let me tell you about this wonderful way you can play Magic where there's barely any counterspells and it's still good competition. Dennis, my friend, it's called limited, okay? All right, if you want to play creatures and smack them into each other, head on down to a draft, baby. That's
0: actually a really good play. That's a no really mill, good no counterspell
2: like 90% of it's the just time. Fair if you want magic, yeah. Good love- clean magic. Good clean magic as the good dr garfield intended
0: i
1: love that the only caveat is in my experience limited <clears throat> you don't have to deal with the control element that you're clearly talking about here but he specifically calls out board sweepers and board sweepers go up in order of magnitude of power uh in terms of the game and, and the match mm. in limited right a yeah, good board but, yeah but the rares, rares yeah, like up, no i'm yeah. with you i'm with you it's just like if that's gonna tilt him
2: like, yeah, and look, some, sometimes arena breaks, and everybody drafts Murfolk Secret Keepers, and Mill is a massive thing in Limited too. So it's not a, but it's I not think, foolproof.
0: I think your advice is actually, I think it, it's a plus. It's choice. really good, like place. choice. I would be, I, I'm,
2: I'm offended by how incredibly surprised you guys are about that. By the way,
0: <laughs> sorry, Mike i'm just surprised because i was ready for this with, with different i was ready with you know personal growth advice I mean, it's talking about stuff like uh-huh. we all go through this mm-hmm. we all get we all have a point in our magic careers where we're like oh counter spells you know roths, whatever these cards like i still hate playing against thought i think thought is a fundamentally unfair card even though it's like one of the most fun cards like sorry one of the most fair cards yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. really unfun i hate thought but you you just have to learn to live with it like you don't have to play with it you may have to play against it, and part of developing as a magic player is recognizing that yeah, like blue mages are going to come with their counter spells, white mages are going to come with their sweepers, and you have to be you. You don't get to pick and choose. But you know, my advice there was if you really can't hack it, start moving to the casual table, to the kitchen table, to the EDH table, with you know that sort of thing. But no, Dennis, like this is what's surprising about your nah. advice—not that it's really good. Like just draft, and you're no, always going to be slamming creatures yeah. each other. I think you nailed it. The emotional
1: growth, though, is look. You can't uh, you you can't chide your opponents and get frustrated with your opponents for playing counter spells when you're toting a bunch of counter spells yourself. <laughs> ah, you can't. here's the deal,
2: though: emotional growth, actually dealing with your problems, developing as a sounds person sounds hard. It sounds really sounds difficult. hard. Yep. You know what sounds easy? Heading to channelfarble.com, picking Free. up one of those yeah. baller box draft sets. Oh, yeah. You're off, baby. Yeah. No counter yeah. spells in sight.
0: <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah, this is actually very good advice. So, I mean, you you could you could take the hard route. You could take the you know personal growth, changing yourself, working you know maturing, growing up. Uh, all that sort of stuff. Oh, ChannelFubble.com. Draft, 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 you
1: know, can, draft, can, draft, Can I just say, having listened to many uh, episodes of Scry a River, the questions become a lot less engaging when Dennis just finds the right answer yeah. right? You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's like, it's a, yeah, it's like, oh, we found the right answer. What are we going <laughs> to sit like, here and talk um, about now? <laughs> Great question, Trinkle. Yeah. Try draft. Yeah. Next.
2: What if we What if we took like incredibly direct short questions? It was like, "Hey guys, uh, what's the nearest Taco Bell to my house?" Here's my address. I'm like, oh, dude, it's the one on third 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 Avenue. They're like, "Great, thanks." And the podcast is like four minutes long, and they're just like, "Christmas is objectively numerical correct answers." Oh, we just
0: got to get through like the highest number possible. I quite like that. All right, we'll send in your easy to answer questions, and next week, oh, we'll the speed round. Maneuver. Speed, grinding, speed, speed run, Speed Run, Speed Run, Speed, strength. Strength. Yeah, speed yeah. Good, good, good Podcast Done Quick, yeah, that, that'll be next week's episode, alright, <laughs> Good Podcast Done Quick.
2: Our
0: next question, boys, comes to us from Will Patterson, who asks, so, during Theros pre-release, I assume this is, this is either from Theros Beyond Death, or this is a long story that Will's been sitting on for a long time, anyway. Uh, pre-release it's the final round and i'm three and one decent prizes on the line my opponent is an old acquaintance from when i first started playing magic i've gotten more competitive since then where he has played more casually he opens the match by mocking my so-called try hard tactics for example shuffling his deck as opposed to just cutting tracking life totals with a pen and paper it's not a try hard tactic but sure whatever firstly is this a power move making your opponent feel bad about good habits that protect them from misrepresented game states and cheaters if it is it's an extremely low level one
2: it's fun. scummy yeah yeah
0: this is not yeah anyway fast forward to the end of game three i swing for seven which is exacties. i say good game and my opponent who is using a spin down who's on spin down life counter tech says no i'm at nine i've of course been keeping good notes on damage and verbally communicating life total every change we disagree but i'm pretty, pretty far ahead it's game three the final round and i don't see uh, a way my opponent gets past this many lethal threats so i say fine i guess you're at two now i'll beat you next turn should I have called a judge? I've no doubt it would have been ruled in my favour since I kept notes and verbally confirmed. But what about the social cost? Mm. I decided not to be the tryhard at the pre release, but it all feels gross. Love the show. I didn't message Dennis. <laughs> So first Well, of
2: all, I mean, I appreciate Will not, you know, wanting to, like, Ryan has a lot more free time than I do, so I appreciate whoa, him. Like, wow, <laughs> wow. No, you know what? He sent
0: it to me because he knew that it was going to get the, the consideration that it was due and deserved and wasn't going to be, you know, chucked out with the with the rest of the Dennis correct answers off the top of the dome straight away. You know, it'd be <laughs> thought about, it'd be, it'd be masticated upon and, and, you know, get those good, good advice juices out of it. Um, so, let's make something very clear. Will hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah.
2: No, agreed. Like from, from, I think I think Will, I think Will did everything right. I think Will got himself into a tricky situation, and I think Will handled it perfectly.
0: Yeah, but the, the, the tough, the tough spot is here. Saying, th- I mean, and, and this is what I want to congratulate Will for as well. The social cost, Moshi, that's mm. what he's wondering about. here. that's what he's confused. That's what he's concerned about. The social cost of calling, making a judge call that is ultimately going to be re- if you if you're attacking for lethal next turn, you're going to beat them next turn anyway. Do you need to call the judge over to win this turn to win by to play by the rules? What's the what's the What's the right thing to do there? That's hard. So I think reading, reading this, I think it's like almost like a two
1: part question. There's one where this guy's chiding him for these quote unquote try hard tactics. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I think, look, as long as you're not a jerk, as long as you're not being, I, I, you know, incredibly rules lawyerly and just going nuts on things like that. Play Magic the way you want to play Magic.
2: Yeah, there is a line. I don't think Will is anywhere close no, to Agree. agreed, it. agreed. To it. No. So
1: I, that, that's kind of part one. And then part two is this this uh, idea of, hey, you're at a pre-release. This is happening. You feel that inevitability is on your side. Do you call a judge? I think it's a great question. And I actually think Will answered it correctly. Now, I am never one to shy away from calling a judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think if, if Will change this question if it if, if actually factually thinks it happened differently and he said and then i called the judge and the judge ruled in my favor was i wrong i wouldn't i would have said no you were right there too i Agreed, think he, yeah. i think he took the better course here i agree with the course he took i think it was smart uh my hope is we don't we don't really know we're kind of left hanging my hope is he eventually won
2: the game
0: um but i assume
2: I, so i don't think he writes in the question like this if he didn't
0: no that's yeah. true yeah yeah because otherwise it becomes completely different but i you know can i be really honest i don't think i would have done it i think i would have called a judge i don't think i would have let this person quote-unquote get away with it especially if they're being a jerk earlier
2: like well here's the thing this this much like like over antibiotics for like bacteria and stuff does this contribute to people being like oh you're try hardy about stuff does letting them quote-unquote get away with it like this should will have foregone the social cost and the social cachet in the order of like objective cosmic justice
1: well, I, I don't even I don't even take it to that level. The, the fact is, hey, you give me a bad time for being a tryhard. Guess what? You can't keep track of your life total correctly. Yeah. and then I call a judge <laughs> over, and the judge verifies. Oh yeah, hey man, you you missed this two damage, and it's like, okay, so you are giving me a bad time for the way I play magic, for how I'm keeping track of things, and you aren't able to do it. So at a you know, pre-release, though, are you
2: are you yes. going to call a judge on your opponent using the Wizards of the Coast provided spin down life counter as a life counter? Yeah, because they're not using it correctly.
0: That's not that's the the, the, the what they're using to track the live total is irrelevant. I mean, it's sure it's a game material that's provided for the tournament. That's irrelevant. This I think Mashi's got got a great point. This person is openly mocking. <laughs> Mashi's making very rude gestures at
1: Dennis
2: on on the webcam now. <laughs> I was pointing at him. How is that rude? No. Mashi looked like Mashi looked like he was doing a silent movie era wrestling. It looked like he was mouthing
0: the word vacuum to Dennis. Anyway, um, no. You sit down across from your opponent, you mock them for being a tryhard, and then you stuff up basic game mechanics like tracking live turtles. That is not on. That's 100% not on. Like, if the person was yeah. a, if the person was new, right? And if the person was like, no, 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 I'm definitely on nine, and you know, or, I'm, I'm not on seven, da 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 da, been keeping track of it. And you're like, no, listen, like, all right. If they were a bit more chilled out about it, mm-hmm. but this person just come out swinging, like saying that no, absolutely, like this is you've you know you've, you've convinced me 100%. Definitely call the judge and teach this kind of person that you know shaming someone for the way that they play. And look, you know what? It works the same in reverse. If you're the tryhard and you're giving someone else a hard time because they played a much more casual level, I'd be teeing off at you as well for doing that. Because no, I agree. Play I agree on the level at which they feel comfortable agreed
2: well here's the thing i think we all agree that will would have been well within his rights to call a judge but Mm. do you think will should have? yes
0: i do i do okay because this person's not going to learn anything from this that's what i mean
2: that's what i meant by cause cause with justice for like responsibility is he a responsibility to teach this person
0: i'm okay with i'm okay with the
1: course of action he took, particularly because it sounds like it sounds like they were friends or they they they, he says old acquaintance you know from Mm. when he first started playing magic but you know it's like i said originally I I think that however you handle this, it sounds like Will handled it with class. And that's the important part, right? He sits there and says, do I want to incur this social cost by doing this? Maybe I don't. And just
2: being self-aware of that in and of itself is huge, you know? Uh,
1: Agreed. But, I mean, the other side of it saying, you know what? As Riley's already said, come on. We're not keeping storm count here. It's your freaking life life total. total. And you're screwing it up. And you're giving me a bad time for writing this stuff down. And I'm getting it right Maybe, maybe you need to get a comeuppance. I'm not against that either.
0: There's a line, right? If your opponent is drawing a card before they untap their permanence at a pre release, like, I'm not calling a judge oh, yeah, about that. So Come on, cause, stupid. like, whatever, that's yeah. not, that's not meaningful. But if, if your opponent, again, is like mocking you for wanting to play correctly, then playing incorrectly themselves, and then you're being punished as a result of that, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here with that.
2: I wanna I wanna put this to our audience. So yeah. scry, baby, scry babies out there. Uh, <laughs> please do write in on Twitter to at Stranjack or at Riley Queer Tower and let us know what you think is beyond the pale. What is unacceptable rules lawyering. Alright. What yeah. is over the line.
0: Here's the situation, right? Let's 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 distill it. You're at a pre-release, your opponent has mocked you for wanting to play seriously. Later on you attack for lethal, they haven't recorded the life totals properly, you know they're dead. They say, no, I'm not. I've got, I've got two extra life, whatever else they're like that. Do you call a judge on them? It's as simple as that. We, well,
2: I wanted to, I wanted to make it a little more nebulous because Will, Will Patterson didn't want to pay the social cost. And now there's ostensibly going to be a poll on Channel Farball's Twitter being like, hey, is Will Patterson's friend from the Theros Beyond pre release a jerk?
0: That's, and that's it. That's good. That's good. This is, you know what? This is the Wikipedia approach to truth. It's truth via consensus.
2: And wow. we've kept
0: we've kept it nice and anonymous, but I, I think Dennis, you
1: have have,
2: the, have we kept it anonymous? I mean, we, Will,
1: will we, Pelson's we'll,
2: mates know
0: who it is.
1: I mean, <laughs> that's between that's between him and his mates. But the, the the other question that you were posing, Dennis, I think is more kind of like, where is the line? Where because where, mm. Riley's Riley's one hundred percent on call a judge. I think it's better to not call the judge. I don't think there's a wrong answer. And it sounds to me like— I think, like, it's,
2: I think I, we all agree that Will would have been well within his rights to. I think I probably would have done the same thing in Will's position.
1: Same here. And so that, that's question one. And then question two, which is what Riley's saying, like, what would you do in this scenario? But the question sounds like you're asking is, okay, well, where is the line?
0: When is it like— Yeah, what no, is an
2: example of something that is clearly over the we line? We need
0: some karmic justice here, right? All right. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Tweet at us. Let us know what's going on. We'll maybe digest some of those answers next week. So um you you go first with the, you will get Justin Barnes.
2: All right. Ready?
0: Yeah. Par right, move boys, here. It's time for what is the most the, the the everyone's favorite part of the show including mine this time i am the captain all right it's time
1: wow four. i got captain Phillips. that was un- i got to see a power move you get to listen to it i got to listen to it and see it that was and riley set i mean it up it's a little It's a little
2: derivative i did it at the top of the show last week it's Still a little counts. derivative but that's Still okay. nice.
1: no, But the way the way he's the way he directed is it, like okay so dennis you're gonna take the first one uh you're yeah, gonna start yeah. it up and then we'll no, hook line he, and sinker he teed you up for it and boom that got was it. that was awesome
0: Anyway, it is time for power moves, and uh, Marcia, you're going to kick us off this week. You got you got one to share with us. I really like this one. <clears throat> okay, so you know, I don't, I don't get the opportunity to play live, uh, live
1: ma- magic in general, but particularly live magic as much as I'd like to uh, anymore. And so the the times I actually get to play like live magic, be it cube, be it you know draft or um, standard constructed, whatever. Table top
2: required, yeah. Yeah,
1: I really, really savor it. And so sometimes, you know, get into stuff, particularly at, at, at Magic Fest or GPs, um, and, and I've had this experience a, a bit in the main event, where I'm playing and someone just, you know, being very, very rules-loyally, just doing making making it extremely unpleasant to play. Mm-hmm. And I get that that's their power move. They're just like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be really, really unpleasant, get in your head, uh, and, and make you make mistakes. But for me, at this point um you know i just want to enjoy when i play magic so normally if i'm if i'm against opponent like that i'll just say you know what don't worry about it scoop up my cards grab my deck fill out the match slip or whatever and just walk away i i don't want to play magic that way and i just rather would i'd rather find the next game or the next match and go have some fun playing magic it's so good there's
2: two things here for one one this is like a classic anti-bullying tactic yeah you know, like if someone's bullying you or making fun of you and you don't let them because like it, you don't let it affect you, it removes all their power. And two, you've now made them feel lame because you're like, all right, if it means so much to you, man. It's all yours. Yep. That's fine. And that's definitely a paramount.
0: It's so good because like, the, the so like. If, you know, we talked about the, the legend asshole axis, right? Whether a, a power move is a legend move or an asshole move. This is so far on the legend axis because it makes you look like an absolute superstar <laughs> and makes them look like an absolute fool, right? Because yeah, you know is like a,
2: this is a This is a lawful good power move. <laughs>
0: this game isn't even worth my time anymore. I'm not going to spend another second. I'm not going to waste another second of my time on, on you. It's so good. Oh wow! I, I, it's so
1: funny. I, I never thought of it as a power move. It's more like, you know what? I I, I want to go have fun playing magic. It's it's it's.
0: I can't I can't but get through this. The
2: neutrality, the altruism of it is what makes it such a power move.
0: Because they're just going to sit there, being like, "Wow, that was okay." Well, you know, I well maybe they won't. Maybe they're just a, an asshole, full through and through. And, oh, they, yes. and they won't they won't give it a second thought. But yeah, you so know, fine, if you fine. can provoke a little bit of like introspection and reflection from someone by doing that, oh beautiful. I love it. Um. Anyway, Dennis, please. I'm not going to do it to you again this time, mate. Go ahead. Let's kick things off from the user-submitted power. The the, the, viewer, the viewer? it's not They're not viewers or users. The listener-submitted power moves.
2: They're viewers. You don't know if people aren't just staring at the cover of the podcast while they listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> they could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Justin Barnes. So this power move comes to us from Justin Barnes. Oh, playing, unless, oh I was going to snipe you. Playing into
1: PPTQ, WNQP in Salem, Oregon. And I see a player. <laughs> Dennis just <has> deleted <laughs> it from the document. <laughs> Dennis just deleted it from the show notes. This is just—we're just layering power moves on power oh. moves on power. Oh moves. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: go ahead, go ahead, Mosh. Right, okay, you guess. Okay. You read. It.
1: Playing in a PPTQ WPNQP. I don't even know what that means. What is going on in Salem, Oregon? And I see a player to the side of me is playing all his cards facing his opponent. Then after mm. I hear him announce. Top, top, loudly, I laugh and mention power moves. He says, excuse me? I say, you must listen to A River. You know, with Riley Knight and that other guy? They talk about power moves like these. Ha, ha, ha. He then says, never heard of her. Oops, what do you got here?
0: Need to move your mouse Tess.
1: <laughs> you're, cover- you're covering yeah. the last of it. Okay, he then says, never heard of her. This could be Mark Boyd himself. I'm going to check the
0: player sheet now. Oh, I mean is this guy a scry baby who then pretended not to know who we are and also misgendered me on purpose? Like, that's that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty savage. That's pretty savage if 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 both of these people ended up being scrybabies and the other one, like, not even power moved the the player, like, just power moved us knowing that this would end up on the show.
2: And, like, I love the joke. I love the, like, the suggestion that this could be Mark Boyd. And we got someone tweeted this to me during this week. Dude, I cannot wish, I cannot tell you how much I wish that Mark Boyd had been me all along. I can't oh, express to yeah. you how much I wish that yeah. he wasn't real. Someone tweeted it was just saying, me alone. "Riley,
0: you're going to find out that that Mark Boyd has been Dennis all along." And I was like, "You know what? It's not zero percent.
2: It's not zero. It's not. But now that seed's planted, I'm golden because I know it's zero percent. It's you. There's no way.
0: Yeah. Oh man, that'd be so good. Anyway, I like this one. I, I mean, it's not. It's not really a very repeatable power move. Uh, the setup cost is enormously high, but I, I still think it was. Uh, it was pretty cool. Anyway. Do you
2: think there's people out there who are just like there must be people out there who just play their cards face up? Face you know the other way. It oh
1: yeah! Oh god, it's yeah. the worst. I hate it. It's, yeah. it's awful.
0: We had to change the rules for coverage because Adrian Sullivan top 8 and he played all of his cards upside down. So it's, we had to change the rules. Say no. You have to. You have to have yeah. your cards facing yourself. It's yeah.
1: awful. I will say this. This this isn't maybe replicable on a person by person baby, a baby person by person basis, mm-hmm. but. Every scribe baby in the world can do this whenever
0: they interact That's with true. each other. You know, like you know how some communities, like podcasts or streamers or whatever, they try to build a community of positivity and inclusion and support. <laughs> all the scribe babies are out there just trying to like one up each
1: other with power moves. We, we we just saw it in this segment, right? All all the scribe babies. The it's,
2: it's, right, it's just, just power infighting within the podcast. Power oh dear. Now that we've said it enough times, I'm becoming creeped out by the name Scrybabies, by the way. It's no, I mean, not sitting I'm, right in my brain. I'm loving it. I'm oh, loving
0: it's great. It. It's, it's perfect. The next power move comes to us from Mohammed Al Sabah, who says, At a PTQ, my opponent was taking too long. So I told him I had the negate for the Gideon that he was thinking about playing. He thinks I'm lying. He plays the Gideon, and I negate it. I tell him that I would never lie to him, and tell him the rest mm. of my hand and every card that I drew from then on. I even drew a land, told him, oh, this is just a land but I'll keep it in hand to bluff. And I won. And he was very bewildered by the whole situation and didn't know what to do. I love it. Aggressive, malicious, truth-telling. It's very good. This is brilliant. This is a great power move. I love it. Because no one's expecting this, right? No, yeah. you know, everyone's expecting to be just, and you just say, no, I've got I've got a negate. And they go, mm, okay, well, obviously, they don't have a negate. They just told mm-hmm. me I'll just jam it. They're like, oh, I had the negate. Like, I'm not going to lie to you.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's, it's all about establishing that trust. And then just totally, you know, tur- making that left turn in Albuquerque. It. Yeah. yeah. They have no idea what's
0: going on yeah, anymore. Exactly. Because they expect to be subverted. They, like, and you're, you're, it's about layers then, right? Because mm. you, which layer, which level are you on compared to which level they're on like that? I love this aggressive truth telling. I'm a big fan
2: of that. Well, the main thing this does is it let, it forces your opponent to spend brain power figuring <laughs> out whether you're about double, triple, triple, triple crossing them. The exactly. But you're just you're, and you, you spend zero power because you're yeah. just reading the cards as they come into your hand. Yeah, no problem.
1: That. The other side of this is, I'm telling you, guess what, Riley? Hmm. I will. I, I'm basically playing open handed, and I'm still gonna beat and, and you. you. I'm still, still I'm still gonna you crush still you. I'm gonna tell you every card I draw. Mm. I'm gonna tell you. That I'm keeping this card, even though it's just a land, because I'm bluffing you out, even though I've told you what else is in my hand, and I'm still, still going to beat
0: you. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the ultimate conclusion. Anyway, uh, we've got another listener submit power move here, Dennis. You can go through, but it's not our power of the week. It is it's it's from Jamaz, a regular contributor. But Dennis,
2: regular, it's the runner up.
0: Yeah, what, what's what's J-Maz got for us this week?
2: jmaz writes in with another power move here riley a couple of weeks ago a devilishly handsome and charming listener suggested blind top top on a scry two for a power move was that adam uh
0: i think it was yeah uh i can't remember who it was but that's a well-established power move now yeah yeah. yeah, the blind top top
2: this week's submission i love that this implies jmaz is going to keep the hard hitters coming is the maniacs version of that move and it involves letting your opponent make as many decisions for you as you can (laughs) scry one just show them the card where do you want this (laughs) you mulligan to six whole hand face up you pick the card at bottom that's awesome thoughts, oh. thoughts is you? yeah just describe whatever you want oh, magic so is hard enough to good. play just using your own cards think about the mental stress you put on your opponent when they have to also play your deck you know what knowing how all magic players are i'm thinking if you just go grab a bite and let them play both decks you will come back to them beating themselves with your deck <laughs> no one likes to play suboptimal <laughs> magic
0: you just like hey, you play it out yeah, dude. Yeah. you play it out it's fine i'll go and get something to eat and then they've been like well then okay well, then you would attack, and I can block here. But if they have oh, you do have the removal spell, so you move it there like that. And all of a sudden, like, of course, because yeah, you're just getting them to spend mental energy. Oh, it's true. It's so good.
2: My favorite here is Thought Season. I ah, just describe whatever you. I don't need to see him. Yeah, just no, sc- describe whatever you want. Just Ravens' Crime, whatever. It's fine. This is this is so much.
1: This is this isn't. Really, this is like a series of power moves. It's a power philosophy, right? You've, you've just changed mm. everything, especially when it's like, hey, you're gonna make all the relevant decisions. I I can't I can't even be bothered. Mm. To look at this stuff or know this stuff, and I'm still gonna win, right? That's the whole still essence win. of it, right? So this is just a whole philosophy of how you treat that match.
0: This would be the Power Move of the Week, and I'm so sorry to Jamez that your title has been stolen from you. But Dennis and Mushy, I got to tell you a story because
2: I haven't heard this one.
0: The power—I've been saving it. The Power Move of the Week this week goes to Martin User, Hall of Famer, right? Who is, didn't submit it to the show. This one was hand delivered in person to me myself. He power moved me like you wouldn't believe, right? So, after the coverage of, uh, of Magic Fest, oh sorry, of players uh, to, a to a Phoenix. A Phoenix, which is at Magic Fest Phoenix, Phoenix of course. Uh, we had a bit of time, so we went, and did it, we, did, we went and did a Mystery Booster draft. I posted a picture of my deck. It's the best middle limited deck I've ever put together, and I, and I and I crushed Martin and others mercilessly with it. It was brilliant, right? But anyway, Martin, and i are shuffling up, ready for the game. And he gets distracted. There's this cosplayer who comes past, and he's like, Oh, it, actually, it was, it was the, the, I can't remember the name, the one, the lady with the huge, like, Avicen wings.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, her name escapes right now. She did Elspeth as well. Yeah. yeah. And then she had kind of like this goth emo Avicen that actually looked it, it was, really, it was really incredible. good. So, it looked great. Yeah.
0: So Martin goes, I was like, Hang on, I'm just going to get a picture with her because I've been meeting you all week. And I'm like, Yeah, sure, no worries. So I grab his deck. I put seven islands on the top of it, right? And then when I come Stack back. It, yeah. Just so, pure
2: bareface cheating. Just, just
0: absolutely bareface cheating, right? And I put it back in front of him, like I have presented, right? He, guess mine, That sort of stuff. Draws his opening hand, seven islands. Like, oh, ah, like because it's it's very casual. Like, mark, no friends. So it's very casual. That sort of thing. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong? With you? What's up? He's like, oh, it's just, oh, it's unbelievable. Like, I, I have to mulligan. I'm like, oh, what, what is it? And he shows me seven. I was like, oh, what are the odds of that happening? Oh, isn't that funny, right? Anyway, so I'm having a having because other people there like Maria Marshall, they all saw it, and we were all having a good giggle. Anyway, he goes to draw his seven, and he's thinking about, and I'm like, no, no, seriously, it's all right, just stay at seven, it's fine. And he's like, no, 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 it's obviously I'm going to mulligan. No, 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 seriously, stay at seven. And I'm like, he goes, no, no, I'll mulligan. I'm like, no, mate, I stacked your deck, it's fine. Like, stay at seven, it's okay, right? And he's like, oh, okay, so yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, this, this, this. like it was, it was good because he looked like an idiot in front of people, yeah. and that's what a power move is all about, right? Anyway, so the other good thing was I then went to absolutely crush him. Uh, I, I used the trick that our, uh, that, um, uh, Muhammad sent in actually because he was thinking about an all out attack and he thought I had settled wreckage, right? Because anything can be mystery boosters. And I was like, I don't have settled wreckage. I don't. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And then he attacked with everything and I had the five, five flyer that has settled the wreckage stapled onto it. It's the flash. Yeah. It's a seven, uh, seven drop five. I can't remember. Angel of the final something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's absolutely got it. Anyway. That's not the power move. I'm not here, just here to, to toot my own. Head. Just,
1: just real quick. I thought the power move was Barton was going to keep the Seven Islands and then Seven <laughs> Riley. That,
0: no, I crushed him. That,
1: that would have been cr- Can you imagine though if, he'd, if he, if he's like ah, and then he's like I ah, find I'll keep, and then he proceeds to just crush and, Riley. Oh no, no,
2: he, no, no. What if he just like wasn't like ah, oh, like the power move, and he just picks up the Seven, which Riley knows are islands, and he goes huh, keep.
0: Yeah, that would have been pretty. Yeah, but you know what? He wasn't on that level. He wasn't on a whole another level because the next game, I'm sat down, I'm playing against someone. And, uh, a judge comes over, taps me on the shoulder, says, Ryan, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, sure. So I get taken away from the table and the judge says, is there anything, uh, anything you want to tell me about an incident, uh, happened between you and Martin before? And I was like,
2: Oh my and, God. And
0: my guts just turned over because this judge, she was so serious and she was so full on. And I'm like, um, uh, yeah, sure. So what happened was like you know I was sitting there playing like Martin and I, are good friends, and like when he was a bit distracted, so I picked up his deck and I, I put seven islands on the top, and like I did it did as a joke, obviously, and I told him straight away afterwards. They're like that, and she's like, all right, so let me get this straight. You decided that you would commit deck manipulation, cheating. You would commit a le li- an illegal action because you thought it was going to be funny. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean you know Martin and I are friends, that sort of stuff. And she says, this was this is sanctioned magic. You cannot do this sort of thing. Right? And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm standing there going. How am I going to get through this Reddit thread? What am I going to say <laughs> to people on Twitter? You know, all the people come out of the wood like, oh, I've always known it. I've always known there was something sketchy yeah, about that guy. A cheater, yeah. always, always been cheater Yeah, always, been. a always cheater. Been. Like, been you a you cheater. go back. You watch him on coverage. He's cheating at the desk. He's yeah. always doing it. And I was thinking, <laughs> how, like, my career's in tatters. Like, what am I going to do here when I get DQ'd for cheating in a side event draft against Martin? News? like, what is? It? Anyway, so I'm there trying to explain myself. Like, look, look. Honestly, like, I didn't. You know. I'm, I'm, I absolutely did it, but like I just and I told him straight away, and I obviously wouldn't have let him play. And then Martin jumps out from behind the table and goes bah! like this. He's absolutely got me. He had put the judge up to it, right? He'd gone to the judge and said, "Hey, can you go and get Riley out of that game and go and tell her because it because the, the, the thing like that." But she, del- I was, I was cracked my dacks. This judge, she delivered it with the st- like stone cold poker face and I, honestly I thought I was going to get DQ'd I thought I was going to get DQ'd and, and, and you know sent to wizard jail it was awful so the power move of the week this week boys goes to hall of famer Martin User for absolutely riggity wrecking me it was unbelievable
2: that's amazing as listeners know I'm a big fan of power moves that could get rightly suspended from the DCI oh, yeah. that's way up my alley oh okay. Yeah. I like that yeah, I like that yeah.
0: I mean please don't do it anymore anyone anyway, I've, I've certainly more than had my fill but
2: oh jeez Got a question here from WTF's guy. It is a uh, three-color pairing of uh, red, white, and blue. But uh, he writes in and says, Hi, Dennis. Got a question for Smar. if you and Riley can fit it in. What was it that got you into magic in the first place, and what was it about the game that sank its teeth into you that kept you playing for so long? He goes on to say, for me, it was actually Riley's coverage of GP Birmingham, the Legacy Finals in 2018, that got me hooked as I had no idea how to play Magic, but Riley's commentary made it so understandable and it's solid content like Smart that both you and Riley make that keep me coming back for more. Listen, thank you so much, WTS to guy. I hope the check we sent you to write in that question is cleared and you're all squared away. Thank you very, very much for sending that in. But that's a nice, sweet little story. Oh,
0: money well spent as well. That's where those Channel 5 all sponsorship dollars are going for those Dorothy Dix's mm. there like that. Um, interesting that the uh this question deals with what is undeniably one of my broadcasting career highlights because that was when gary campbell who's a mate of mine and, and, gary, and the, the, the godfather of scottish magic won that incredible oh my God. grand prix that is i, I mean, was that, there yeah it was that. it was insane the energy the atmosphere the the tension the drama everything was just that was an incredible weekend so i'm really glad that it's it's that it impacted something do you want to
2: know something else interesting about that weekend riley uh go on that's the first time we met no, it's not. What are you talking about? Yes, it is. Was, you came and did the game
0: show. Yeah, that was J.P. Birmingham 2017, mate. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're right. Yeah, it was a year later. But I did come and do the game. I tried to do the game show, but that was late because I was too busy doing Gary, Gary. But um, yeah, no, I did come and do that. Um, nice of you to forget our anniversary, Dennis. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh. Anyway, Mushy, why don't you kick us off? Tell us your tell us your magic art. What got you into magic? Oh, I had a buddy. Well, oh wait, go ahead.
2: Well, it was, but this was back when they had actual like wizards and dragons still around. Yeah, still roaming, yeah, still roaming the, yeah. the earth. No.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like the bits that on the map that said "here be dragons" were actually literally. It was yeah. true. It was yeah. is an actual description. Uh
1: you know, I had a, I had a friend. Um, who it's it funny. I I came up working a lot of cons, like sci fi cons, fantasy cons, and anime cons. Um, and we were working on an anime convention um, that's now defunct. That. I think it might, have been, it might have been Anime Expo before it moved to LA. It was either Anime Expo '92 or Anime America in '93. Um, and I was three years old.
2: <laughs> I was I was uh, a twinkle
1: in your dad's eye.
2: Yeah, I was good intentions. <laughs> I
1: was met, I uh, I was in seventh grade, so I was twelve ish, 11, 12. And, um, my friend had discovered Magic the Gathering, um, and we were supposed to be working on, you know, some stuff for the comm, but really we were just kind of fing around watching TV, and he's like, hey, do you want to learn this game? Uh, and this was an era, I don't know if everyone goes through his magic phase, a lot of people I know, and I certainly went through this phase where he was like, oh, here's my black deck, which was literally like, you know, 95 cards. It was all, all the black cards he had, and then he had a red deck, which was all the red cards he owned, and, you know, all the white cards he owned. Um, and, that's how we learned to play, you know, and, and I, we got into that. And then that kind of became a social thing. Um, that social group uh, that we were part of, this con group, we'd get together. I remember at a round table pizza, not too far from where we're recording this episode, about 15 minutes from here, um, I think it was on Monday nights or Tuesday nights. And we we would just play. Uh, it, it wasn't one-on-one. We were playing, you know, it was, it was group magic. And there was five or six of us at the table. Uh, and I loved it. And um, I kept playing. I eventually got more competitive. But that really wasn't for years and years until after high school, um, and then, of course, uh, I was lucky enough to find a, a job and a career working in the industry. So
0: why not? So it's the classic uh, high school high school mates. These
1: yeah, high school well, middle school, middle before high sorry, school. Sorry, yeah yeah, 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 middle school. Yeah. Here and then know, I, pl- right. I played a bunch with uh, some brothers in high school, and they don't really play as much anymore. They're down in L.A. Um, <clears throat> but that's also how I met how I met Channel Fireball president and CEO John Sasso uh, a few years a few years later around 1994, Five, uh, I became a customer at Superstars, which of course is the precursor to Channel Fireball. Yeah,
0: well. Oh
2: wait, this is why are we wasting like you being in San Jose on Mashi? We can get Mashi on the phone any time. This is our chance to get President and CEO of Channel Fireball John Sasso on the podcast. Oh, he's
0: been busy in and out of meetings all day. He had, he had, he had the, yacht, the yacht technicians in earlier. Yeah. <laughs> True story. Yeah.
1: He was. We recorded. We just recorded Quiet Speculation. Uh, I saw that a few days ago. So yeah, this
2: was a good podcasting week for John. If you wanted him on. Interesting uh, tidbit about our origins in Magic Riley. We both bought the same starter deck.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't. I well, actually, I didn't buy it. There's a very important distinction here. Do you want to go first, or should I? You, you go first, then I'll then I'll finish up.
2: So some some nerdy kids in the lunchroom when I was uh, eighteen or seventeen, maybe. In school, we were playing uh, Yu Gi Oh! and I had all my Yu Gi Oh! cards from when I was a kid. Like when I played, like when I was like nine or ten, I was like, Oh, bust heads some blue eyes, white dragons, baby, let's go! And of course, Yu Gi Oh! had a uh, massively power crept and changed hugely in that time, so my yeah. deck was pure garbage. But anyway, the kids over the table were playing this super dumb, weird game called Magic the Gathering, it's and no I was boring. like, Shh, that's, for, that's for nerds, there's yeah, no cartoon exactly, uh, Magic yeah. the Gathering, yeah, yeah. whatever. And then um but then I started playing it and I was like, ooh, this is functionally a much better game than Yu-Gi-Oh! is <laughs> crazy. And I remember um Ushin, who's the guy I ended up making Wimbledon videos with, which eventually escalated into how I got my job here. So it all this is a, kind of the genesis of how we all got our careers here. I went to the bathroom and I was standing at the urinal, you know, jo- Johnson in hand, and Ushin sidles up next to me and says, So I um I hear there's magic being played. Whoa, like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah! This right. is after hour. Scary River after dark. light. Wow. Wait, okay. you're, you're
1: you're using the restroom, and he comes up yep. behind you while you're actively yep. using the restroom, and. So... Uh, no, no. He stands
2: next to me and begins to also I mean, activate. Oh, this. okay.
0: That I thought, that okay. is a that's an egregious that's just, that's just break of, of, the, of the of the the urinal. Let me let, let me let me yeah.
2: let me give, let me give the listeners a home a preview of what this was like. So imagine you're in a room. You know what? I don't we, think we, anyone needs need it. Yeah. Honest. Do we need this? And Do we need this? Someone comes up behind. Someone comes behind you and gives you the old
0: yeah there's magic yeah that's awful played. no we don't need that don't right need that in the right in the I year and i was like yeah we'll play. We'll we'll play. i'm just sure that, that care actually care that went played anyway oh my goodness but yeah
2: i bought a doom inevitable uh, starter deck which up until moments ago i thought was the first one you bought right but apparently there's more to that story well
0: yeah a little bit a little bit more to... it was the first one i ever owned but i didn't buy it because i was uh i was uh, studying sound engineering at a, at a at a college in australia uh and it turned out to be really hard <laughs> a lot of, lot of science involved <laughs> in that and i'm very lazy um but uh, as part of this i met a bunch of kids i say kids they were a couple of years younger they're like just fresh out of high school whereas this is this is the second course that i was working on so i was a little bit older than them um anyway this group of boys uh they were playing almost literal kitchen table magic like dorm room magic right anyway so they're talking about that sort of stuff and at this stage like i'm super into dnd and a lot of other nerdy stuff they're like that but i never crossed the threshold into magic but then one time they're like hey you got to play this game with us you'll really like it. So I'm like all right I'll give it a go. So I went back to the dorm with them and I was playing with them and I was and, and you know what I was just like I cannot play this game. I can't If I give into like if I start playing, that's going to be it. That's going to be like all my free time. I'm not going to have any time for anything else. I'm going to like it's just going to overtake everything because I can see how good it is, see how much I'm going to love it, right?
2: Yep, entirely justified fears. It turns out,
0: and they were like, yeah, nah, come on, but you want you should play though, like it's really good, right? So I'm like, no, no, seriously, I'll come and play with your decks. I'll come and play with your cards. Like I'm happy to just like jam a couple of casual games, whatever else. But I'm not, I'm not getting into this. But then. They bought me the blue, white, or the blue, black, uh, Mirrodin besieged or scars of Mirrodin, uh, thing, the one with psychosis drawer at the front, doom inevitable, or whatever you say. They bought me that for my, uh, for my birthday, which is very, very nice, and they didn't have to do that. Um, but I know exactly why they did because they knew that as soon as I got my hands on that, that was going to be it. And now, wow, 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 wow. I was right about it taking over my life because <laughs> here we are. Um, so mine was kind of an involuntary. Uh, foray into magic, but I tell you what, once it, like, I was in a band, I was studying, so I dropped out of my course and quit the band. And within a year, like, I was playing for Australia within, uh, you know, 18 months, not even eight. no, no, I did my first, I covered my first GP within like nine months of having started playing. No, no, within a that year and a half, within, within a year and a half, yeah. yeah, sorry. So it was 2014 when I did my first GP. And uh, yeah, just never looked back since then. So um, yeah, those guys, they really got me, got me real good. Your
1: first one's you... always free and then yep. they they yeah, do it. right oh hey riley here yep. you go just, take, just just have a little bit you know take this deck for free yep. there you go no, it's not a pack this not if is... you're
2: a chump like me i guess you may, maybe you pay 15 bucks at the local game store yeah. i guess <laughs> that's maybe that's just me can you guys think of something that I, like what is the keeps it coming back what about magic got your got its hooks into you
0: um i mean it is just like the best game ever
2: well is it the best game ever i I, I think this is probably game. the best game ever made. I
0: think the best game ever made. I think this is recency bias. So you've got, I think chess. You got to say chess or Go. Oh God, no, or, no, no, it is. I don't no, like no. Hundreds of I, years, I will like... say this. I don't.
1: I don't. And this is just me. Mm. I, I'm not saying. I don't want to say this as as a fact. In my opinion, mm. there is no game of perfect information that can rival. Uh, magic because because one of the great elements of Magic the Gathering is the imperfect information you're supplied with, and and a trying to pick yeah. that apart is unbelievable. It's, and it's why people will say things like chess or goal or Shogi or any of these games that are, you know backgammon or whatever they've been around for centuries. Those are great games. No no disrespect to them, but there I, I I find games of perfect information. Less fun. For me, personally. I, but and, you know,
0: and, but you know on, on an objective level, let's say that chess or go or those, any of those games are better? is because the, the thousands and thousands of hours of entertainment they provide over the hundreds of years they've been around.
1: But I, I don't, first of all, magic could rival that, particularly in the arena age, because you can play so much more of it. I mean, yeah. it, it, they're going to catch up. And second of all, like chess, like really chess, because. Yeah, I, it's people, not that much fun, is it? People <laughs> talk about chess. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <it's> not, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say this, yeah. and I'm sure your scry babies will correct me if I'm wrong, but chess, strikes me as a game where if you memorize the most moves from any given board position that's how you win that's not really that's that's like a very very extended game of chess can be
2: played game. correctly objectively and magic cannot and
1: that really. and that drives yeah, me nuts i right. can i can't, I can't deal enough. with that as an actual game
0: look magic's great Regardless of whether it's the best second best whatever it, it, it is one of the best games ever made that's for sure but it's not really that that keeps bringing me back i mean i'm this is going to sound like magic a huge was cliche the f- but it's just it's the people isn't it
2: Magic was the first hobby I'd had that like I'd had hobbies before, like I was super into basketball, I was super into music, that sort of that. But like magic was the first hobby I had that felt like it had an ongoing community that I felt like I had a parlance and an understanding with millions of people around the world that I felt part of something. And that's actually that is really special. Now look, other games provide that, League of Legends provides that, you know, Fortnite provides that, Destiny provides that, other games provide that. But for me, that was okay. That magic was the one that got me there first for sure.
1: I would say I agree with everything you guys are saying about the community. I don't think you need to play much Magic to be part of that community, though, because I play very very little Magic at this point. So I don't know if that keeps me coming back to the game. What keeps me coming back to the game truly uh, is at this stage, I I play far more limited than constructed. And in fact, Mm. (laughs) I've just been DMing Huey like, hey, dude, should I build Mono Red? Is that a good standard deck? And he has confirmed that it is indeed a good standard deck. Great article on it by Andrea Mangucci on ChannelFireball.com right now.
0: How much is it going to cost to read the
1: article? It's absolutely free.
0: Oh, that seems, that seems yeah. stupid. It's you, should a, char- you should start charging people. A bargain at twice
1: the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: Now, some people, not everybody has the uh, Scan Scanon delivery service for picking up his order of getting to walk down the hall. <laughs> but for most people, <laughs> delivery well, is still pretty quick. It's let, not quite as quick, but it's still pretty good. Let,
1: let's be fair. I, I mean, I'm going to build this on Arena. I'm not, bu- I'm not building a physical deck here. But <laughs> what keeps me coming back is I love draft, I love limited, and there's a new set. It's a new format. And yeah. I can tell myself, even though this this is not true, right? I don't play enough Magic to be even at the mediocre level I was at before but one of the things I tell myself whenever there's a new limited set is hey it's new to everyone I can jump in and there's a relatively level playing field and I know I love draft and that gives me like every time there's a new set I will start jamming some drafts just because it's a game I already know the rules I know the game I love but it's fresh it's new there's new cards and I yeah, I've I really fallen
2: off the wagon I've fallen off the wagon with that a little bit there was a time like even as recently as like a year ago where I would jam in the first week before I being out I would do 60, 70, 80, 100 drafts
1: Wait, wait. You, you have that much time to draft while working for us?
2: You quadruple key them, baby. I just That's the way to do it. Mm. Four monitors. That
1: doesn't sound right, does Four it, Riley?
2: Like we're no, paying no, not, him, we're not,
1: paying him to work full time. I'm not getting into in internal.
2: I'm a contractor. Week, I'm not getting
1: into
0: internal week, workplace issues here.
1: I just want. I'm just okay. Forget forget Dennis for a second. Don't yeah. look at the screen. Okay. How much time do you think it, 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 it takes to to jam sixty to eighty drafts? It's a
0: long time. It's a, it feels like a lot of time, it's doesn't, a doesn't time. it? Do you, you know, think, know what it is? Research. It's research. Research for his
1: job. No, no. Research for your job, maybe his. I don't. I'm just saying, like, Riley, do you think you could work forty hours a week and draft, jam sixty to eighty drafts in that
0: one week? Oh, I'm so conflicted. Dennis is my best mate, but
2: here's the thing: boss, when you're when, when you're when here. you're recording some like low effort podcast or you're having a one on one meeting with some chump over in Santa Clara, you can draft <laughs> in the background, no problem. <laughs> it's That's rough. easy. You the, the, you rack up those hours, no problem.
1: <laughs> I just I don't feel good about this, Dennis. I think we should talk after this podcast just make sure yeah you're don't worry yeah sure screen. i'll open i'll open up yeah. arena don't worry yeah, just, we can give talk. Me, just give me look, give me time to get into a queue and it's no problem
0: yeah <laughs> thanks for listening to another episode of scry a river brought to you of course reluctantly by channel five all right of all, the, all the trash has, has left. Okay, now, now it's a real jump. You know, I was afraid we weren't going to get to this part. No, I was we genuinely was afraid. afraid. Always, always, Riley? You know, Mushy, yeah, had a crack at me the other week. He, he, he messaged me. He's like, hey, listen to the episode with Adam. I was like, yeah, do you like it? He's like, no. Where was the Sharrows river? I was like, dude, the episode <laughs> was like 90 minutes long. I didn't want to, um, it's already hard enough to edit as it is. But now I got chewed out for that, so of course we're never going to miss Me River ever again. Welcome to Shaharazadmi River, the, the secret podcast within a podcast. It's how we close out. After all, the gutter trash that don't like listening to the ads is left. <laughs> Welcome to you, our favorite kind of listener, the ones who listens all the way through. Um, Loyalty. Well, we've got a question actually that was sent in. This one, it's not video game related this time around, but it's it's a really, it's a food related question. No,
2: I think it fits. I think it fits River really perfectly. It really
0: does. Though. Just a, a, a pointless question that's going to provoke a lot of argument here. Marsha, this question comes in from Ryan Chen, and Ryan asks, if you take a lasagna and stack it on top of another lasagna, do you have two lasagnas or one, assuming both are baked to completion?
2: Before anybody says anything, everybody take a second and decide in your head whether you think it's one or two, and we'll say them together.
1: Okay, I mean, I think, did you ask me this in Phoenix? Okay, yeah, yeah. so you know my answer. Yeah, I know. uh, But I'm not going to change it. I I feel very confident. All
2: right, I think... I think it's one.
1: One. One. Wait, I say two. What am I saying? One. Two. <laughs> no, sorry.
2: Red. No blue. It's... No blue. I think it's um... It's one lasagna. Is that a holy grail joke? Yeah, of course it's one lasagna. Is... What is your favorite color? Uh, red. red. No red. Blue. Red. blue.
0: It's definitely one. It's it, one it, lasagna. 100% two. It's one. How? It's okay. two.
2: It's one. It is one poorly made lasagna. Sure,
0: oh, but it's still one less All right, Washi, so, this is, how are you ever gonna
1: separate it, mate? How can this is, you eat like, so tuna? No, no, you, you could, away. you
2: could. There is now a top baked cheese layer that is touching a pastry layer. You're never gonna be able to separate them.
1: Yes. Here, here's the thing about all these, like these, like, is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Is, you know, is, uh, is, is cereal a soup? Yes. Okay. See, these questions to me, they, 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 seek to subvert maybe colloquial identities for things or what we would, what we would commonly know as a thing and say, yes, but really, can you, can you distinctly define that thing to exclude or include this? And I think they're all BS. It's like art, right? I don't know art very well, but I know art when I see it. Or, you know, like there's a famous Supreme Court um, ruling about uh, hate speech and pornography. And it's like, look, you, you know, you know, pornography when you see it. Right. So like when you start saying, like, is a hot dog a sandwich? No, a hot dog's not a sandwich. A sandwich? I know what a freaking sandwich it's is when I see it. No,
2: that's BS. So that so if do I you,
1: stick this water bottle between two pieces of bread, is that a water bottle sandwich? Like, get out of here.
2: Mate, are you going to finish that water bottle sandwich? I want to get in on that. Is that
1: <laughs> so my <laughs> point is, when you ask the question, if you take one lasagna and put it on top of another lasagna, how many lasagnas do you have? One. I understand it. I understand lasagnas are layered. That is two lasagnas because okay. your no. question was one lasagna and then another lasagna on top yeah. that's two lasagnas no it's not
2: like Mashi, if you to... ta- if you take if you take a glass of water exactly.
1: that's exactly, the, that's exactly pour... the thing I was going to say
2: and you pour it into another glass of water do you now have two glasses of water or one large glass of water
1: that's different no it's think...
0: not it's in no way different no, no
1: because in, in 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 my mind and the reason the reason actually the reason I think that's very different is part of what this person said is they're baked to completion if if they mm-hmm. if they had not been baked and he just simply stacked the raw lasagna on top of the other raw lasagna and then baked it one lasagna, your the water question. Is I think in this situation, the lasagnas being baked to completion means you take one cup of water and then you stack another cup of water on top of it. You're not pouring it into a larger glass. You're stacking no, two. No, 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 no.
2: The lasagnas are in two lasagna dishes. You remove them from them containers yeah, and put containers. them into one deeper yeah, lasagna dish. That's two lasagnas. No, it's you, not. You, you've baked you two lasagnas. You can't separate them. You've baked two lasagnas. You
0: can't separate them back into being two lasagnas. First of all, you
1: probably can't. No, you definitely can't. Oh, you, you. Oh you, you my goodness! Can. Can. There's no way but you can do that. Here's the thing. You, now we have to test this. Now a, we <laughs> have to test this. You know, I'm not one to test this. I actually, I'm not a big fan of the lasagna, so I'm not one to. You test You don't this. have to eat it. You're just going to separate it, man. My point is, I, look, I ain't baking two lasagnas to not eat lasagna. That's not. That's can not we, can, can you can you Uber eats lasagna to the office right now? Where can we go? Where can we? The thing is like buying a full lasagna is a kind of a pain like we can uber eats a few slices of lasagna but okay, look
0: we don't need to do this on a practical level we need to it's 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 very it's a very simple question to answer two on lasagnas obviously one lasagna it's two lasagnas let's
2: let's, let's 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 take a step back let's go for like a lasagna of theseus kind of thing if you had a piece of lasagna and you removed one slice and replaced it with a piece of lasagna a slice from a different lasagna yeah. is that the same lasagna
1: Okay, wait. So you, you, t- you take a layer out, yeah. and then you put yep. another layer in.
0: Yeah, from a different lasagna. Yeah. Is it the same lasagna? I th- lasagna physics. Think,
1: I, think, I think that's one... Is it the same lasagna? No. Is it, but you're asking, is it one lasagna? No,
0: no, no. We're, okay. What, what the question is driving wait. at is towards the transferability of lasagna. So here,
1: here's, here, here's, here's where... And this is what I'm getting at with the whole like sandwich or soup thing. is like, when you start to, have, when you, when you start to say to yourself, taking, again, colloquially known terms... Or, or things we understand. Say, but well, what is the real definition of lasagna? Get out of here! Lasagna is lasagna. It's like, well, what is the real definition of soup? Okay, stop it! Okay. Stop, no, stop no, no, it! You're wasting my time. No, let's at let's this back point. up. Let's okay. back up to a point that you made here. Okay, okay,
0: go. The point that you just made. I'm going to quote you verbatim here, Marshi. You said, "Lasagna is lasagna." And you know what, Dennis? I think that more or less, Marshi's just hoisted himself by his own petard here. He, in his words, Marci Scanlon, 2020 lasagna is lasagna. You get one lasagna on top of another lasagna, lasagna is lasagna. It's one lasagna. So, no. no, I'm glad... Two lasagnas you know are two lasagnas and that's we two lasagnas. We
2: that's two lasagnas. Listen, Masha, I'm glad we can nip this one in the bud. All three of us yeah. align All perfectly us unanimously. And you,
0: know what? and you know what, Masha, it takes a big man, what it takes is? a big person, right? It takes a, It takes an enormous carbon-based life form mm-hmm. to admit... <laughs> And own up to them having made an error in judgment. And I'm really glad that you've joined us in, in, on the on the on the, on the wait, side wait. Of truth and justice on the the
2: right side of lasagna history. Yeah, exactly.
0: Someone break down what hoisted on your own petard actually means. What the actual meaning? So a petard was a, uh, a like a a soldier, I guess you'd call it. I don't know. I don't know what. There are a military unit from years ago, and they used to carry around little barrels of gunpowder, mm-hmm. and they would put them underneath a wall. They're a siege right? They're a siege unit, right? Uh, they're Basically like a it's a bomber Like they put a bomb And they light it And that sort of stuff It was right? the
1: Dwarven demolition team Riley is dis- is, dis- is describing The yes, demolition Dwarven demolition team, team. You're blowing and up to
0: be, walls To be hoist by your own petard Is to have have the fuse or, or to be whatever to be blown up by something you have said it's the dwarven a, demolition team blowing itself up exactly exactly
2: so if you it, but if they're if they're packing under the wall okay, okay so they're packing these barrels under the wall and they pack one barrel under the wall they're teaching and then they pack a second barrel on top of that is that two barrels or is that one one explosive device that's
1: two barrels that's two barrels what do you Dennis what do you do? thank you actually Dennis you make a very good point Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that yeah. yeah, you know, you know, know what? It, it, it takes a very big barrels,
0: he's not counting the gunpowder within it if you take one this pile of gunpowder and get another pile of gunpowder and put it on the top of the first one you have one larger pile of gunpowder and that's exactly what we're talking about Mushy it's so good you know, what? You, you, know
1: you know what's crazy is on the one hand I want to throw this to Twitter on the other hand Magic players love this whole like what is the technical definition yeah, what, is, yeah, what, what technically soup, yeah. is a lasagna that I'm going to get destroyed I'm still going to do it I'm still going to
0: post it this is two friggin lasagnas it's one lasagna I'm glad we were all able to agree on it us my dad used to have on. an objective
2: you know, you know the whole like is the glass half full is the glass half half, half, half empty like philosophical question yeah well, can, you, can, my you, dad... can you
1: repeat that exactly as you phrased it just because I want to remember that is the, yeah, is the glass half half full my
2: dad I did some tripping I did some tripping um, is the glass half full or is the glass half empty my dad being the eastern block engineer he was would always say is simple less is twice as big as needs to be
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought your father was an assassin for hire.
0: Well, Ooh, you know, that's, that's by no the way. That's public boy. knowledge.
2: Ooh, that's, I'll edit that <laughs> out. Sledgehammer's coming down. i was really
0: like... joking about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll edit that out. Don't worry about it. Anyway. We're done for this week. We solved a lot of problems. We answered a lot of questions, and we decided that one lasagna is one lasagna. So I'm glad we're all aligned on that. Two lasagnas. Marshy, thanks so much for being on the show.
1: It was my pleasure. I loved it. This it's, was a lot of fun. It's guys. been a
0: lot of fun. Um, if you've got anyone been else of that fun. you would like to be on the show, please let us know. Tag them as well. Tag them and uh, oh, yeah. and get us and we'll uh, get us uh, you know alerted to who you think would be a good fit for a, as a. As and a look, striker. no,
2: no, no, shot is too high. Dwayne the Rock we're Johnson, Bernie, for, Sa- rock the door Bernie, Sanders, Bernie Sanders, wherever you want, good. we'll have
0: them on. Bernie Sanders would be a great get. I'd love to hear Bernie. I'd love to hear what Bernie Sanders thought about uh, the the lasagna, the Ryan Chen lasagna, lasagna conundrum.
1: Why stop with Bernie? Just go straight to
0: Trump. Well, that's, that's true. Really, sitting that's president really brought the mood down, hasn't it? That's really that's really <laughs> brought the, mood down. Just, the best. The best lasagna. The best lasagna. I'm going to edit all of this out. I'm going to edit all of this out.
2: No, quick, Riley. No, express it, political opinions. No, go, go, go. I'm go. Editing all of. This I out.
1: didn't bring up Bernie. Where did we? Where did we get? To? Where did it all go wrong? Oh, sorry. Two lasagnas. Where were we at? Bernie Sanders. Invite guests.
2: No, In the, no guest it. is too yeah,
1: invite high. Where
2: so, do we yeah. want to go with it? Yeah. Yeah, and no. no here, I got it. And no guest is too high. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know, Ben Affleck. Anybody you want, we'll have them on. Yeah. Don't we're, worry. Ben, we're not. We're not too big for the booth. Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck. <laughs> what? The... I mean, can you can you name a bigger Hollywood star? <laughs> where did that, He's where did that
1: Batman. Come from? He was recently Batman. He hasn't been Batman. in... I mean, isn't it? Isn't it that uh emo guy from Twilight that's Batman now? Who's Robert who's, Pattinson? Who's yeah, Robert now. Who's Robert hot? Pattinson's the new Batman. Who's hot? Let's get the director of Parasite on? on. Let's no, get uh let's get that Australian
0: guy Taika Taiki. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Australian <laughs> 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 director Taika Waititi. <laughs> <Taika Moutinho> the guy just went in. Now let's get Bong Joon Ho on. Let's let's uh, let's Dude, that
1: that guy's a baller. Have you seen his interviews?
0: I have not. He's great. He does well, not to, give up. I'd love to be on one of his interviews. Let's all tag Bo, uh, Bong Junho Joon, and get him on uh, and get him on Scram He's, he's sweet. No, he, he gives great interviews. So I, I would. I would. If we're crossing
2: the if we're crossing over, I really want to get um, I really want to get Hideo Kojima on here. Let's just do that. Oh man.
0: yeah, you'd love that, wouldn't you? Jeez. the 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 he, oh, it's a whole thing. Dennis will tell you. He, he wrote a bunch of video games. It's it's ridiculous. We don't. I mean, this podcast is already mm. ridiculously long. We're, it's only going to get longer if Dennis starts talking about is solid. Thank
2: you for Channel Fourball. Thank you, Channel fireball for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you to you, Babies at home, for listening. And thank you uh, and Riley much thank you for
0: joining us Karud as well for the use of our theme song Shine uh, go and listen to his a new album recently released in the last couple of months you should go and listen to it it's fantastic uh, but that's it and thank you once again to Mushy for being on the show it's been oh, fantastic thanks. thanks for having me boys this was lovely Appreciate and thank you Dennis it. you know what you're wonderful you're one of my favorite people on earth
2: alright oh, so I, I g- am one of my favorite
0: people <laughs> power move <laughs> got it two the got lasagnas.
1: him two lasagnas
0: it's one